Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Happy Friday. Today is Friday, June 23rd. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. So I don't know if you guys are following me on Facebook or not, but I've been doing a series of Facebook Live, just a few minutes, you know, it's me, so I can't really do less than 10 minutes, although I'm trying. And just a few minutes of encouraging moms several times a week on Facebook, um, on Facebook Live, so I'm trying to use video, and just to get you guys off on a good footing for the summer, because I'm getting a lot of questions. Last week, we talked about a screen-free summer and what that looks like and some good ideas for kind of getting your kids off the couch and into nature and all that stuff. But I keep getting questions from moms about things that they can do for their children this summer. And I put I posted the other day, and I think it's true, that I think our kids need probably less screen time and more family time. They need to be doing less. I mean, we've got, you know, moms are looking to put their kids, I don't know if we're trying to get away from our kids or what we're trying to do. Maybe we're trying to get away from our kids. All right, I might be trying to do that too on on occasion. So I I get it. But I honestly think, what would it look like if we slowed down a little bit and used the the weeks and the months of summer that are supposed to not be so crazy to focus on the things that really matter? And so I was talking on Facebook last week about being rooted in Christ and being rooted in his word and using these uh, these weeks of the summer to actually get into the habit of being in the word of God every single day. So just a few minutes in the word. Now, one of the ways that we can do this is by the scripture writing challenge. And I, I was just looking at Jay a few minutes ago and I'm telling him, I cannot believe that it is already the 23rd of June. What the heck? I mean, I feel like the summer is flying by. We've already had the longest day of the year, which I always lament a little bit because I'm one of those people that I don't really like the short days of winter. I kind of like it when the sun starts going down at four o'clock in the afternoon and it's dark until eight in the morning. Like everybody who's listening to this that lives in Alaska, my hat is off to you because I don't know how you do the dark thing. And so I'm one of those people that loves the sunlight and I love the daylight. And I was like, oh my word, um, summer solstice is already here. We've already had the longest day of the year. And now we start um, backtracking again. Now, now the days are going to start to get a little bit shorter. And I want to encourage you to remember that our days are short. The Bible says that our days have been numbered before a single one of us took a single breath and that we're supposed to be making the most of the days that we're in. Why? Because the Apostle Paul says the days are evil. And a quick, um, a quick search of the internet will show you that the days we are living in aren't extraordinarily evil. And so I want to just talk for a few minutes about what it looks like to be rooted in Christ. First of all, I want to tell you, I've already completed the July scripture writing challenge, and I was going to focus on the on the uh, book of First Corinthians, but then I thought, you know what, July, we always talk about being free, and uh, it's kind of a big deal for those of us who live here in the United States. Love you, my England friends. Uh, This is when we declared our independence from England. (laughs) And I always get really great memes sent to me on Independence Day from all my friends in England. So I appreciate that. But I thought, let's talk about freedom. So let's use the month of July to talk about freedom. And uh, the Bible says that the truth is going to set us free. So in the month of July for the scripture writing challenge, I have actually um, set that into five different categories. We're going to talk about the truth about creation, the truth about marriage, the truth about sin. The truth about the source of truth, but not that, right? Because there is a source of truth and there is such a thing as right and wrong. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about 
uh, what it means to live for Jesus. In other words, he doesn't want us to be these um, bench warmers. We're not called to be bench warmers. We're called to be warriors. And so we're going to talk about what it means to live for Jesus. We'll talk about the truth about salvation. I keep hearing all the time. You guys heard me rant and rave about Bernie Sanders uh, calling out a Christian because he believes that uh, he believes that the Bible says is true, which is uh, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And so according to the Bible, if we haven't accepted God's free gift of salvation, uh, we stand condemned before him. Uh, and that's the truth straight out of the Bible. So uh, we're going to talk about the truth of salvation, and we're going to talk about the truth about other religions. I keep hearing people saying that all religions are the same. You know, that bumper sticker that says coexist drives me absolutely crazy uh, because we will never, we, obviously we can coexist by being kind to each other, but this idea that all the religions are the same uh, is not true. It's not biblical. And so and when I say we're going to talk about this, we're actually not going to talk about it. You're going to write about it. Uh, we're going to write about it straight out of the Bible, straight out of the Word of God. And I said last week on the, or actually not last week, I said a couple of days ago on Facebook Live, what I've been telling listeners on the podcast for a long time, which is, uh, I believe we are living in a generation of biblically illiterate Christians. And it is my uh, hope and passion to um bring you and encourage you to a place of coming back to the authority of the Word of God for yourself, that you are so committed to knowing what God says that you take the time to read His Word and study it. And so today I'm going to leave you with a couple of um, of ideas, and I want to just encourage you to be in the Word of God every day, but I'm going to start you off with Colossians 2. So our daughter, when she graduated from high school, our second daughter, uh, uh, several years ago now, when she graduated from high school, this was the verse that she chose for her uh, graduation announcement. So it comes out of Colossians 2, verse 7. It says, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith as you've been taught, and abounding with thanksgiving. And I love this this idea of abounding with thanksgiving, because the Apostle Paul is saying, listen, be rooted in me. If you're going to be successful in this life, you got to know who you are. So first, we have to know who we are in Christ. That's why I was saying that the truth sets you free. And so I think we search in in our search for truth in the culture, we're going really sideways in a lot of ways because we're searching for things. Uh, we're searching for truth in something that isn't true inherently, whether it's a false religion or whether it's chasing after money or uh, whatever it is. And Jesus is saying, come back to me, be rooted and built up in me. Why? So that uh, God would grant us according to his riches and glories that we would be strengthened with might by his spirit in our inner man. And if you want to know why he's saying to do that, skip down uh, to Ephesians uh, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, because the Apostle Paul goes on to tell you that the reason that we want to be rooted in Christ is so that he would dwell in our hearts by our faith and that we would be rooted and grounded in love and strengthened in him. And I'm going to come back on Monday and we're going to talk a little bit about the parable of the sower uh, because I think it fits so well into being rooted in Christ. And in a podcast, it's only 15 minutes long. Um, I don't really have enough time to go deep into this with you, but I want to just encourage you right now that there's a reason why uh, the Apostle Paul says over and over that we should be rooted in him. So think about the psalmist saying that the person who trusts in the Lord is like a tree that's planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf doesn't wither and whatever he does prospers. Why? Because the roots of the person who trusts in the Lord and follows the word of the Lord and reads it and knows it and shares it and lives it 
is like a tree that's firmly planted or deeply rooted by streams of water. And so when the winds of the culture blow and when uh, the parliament in Canada makes it illegal for you to call a person by his wrong gender, you can say to yourself, all right, I know the truth. I know the truth of the word of God. God said, I made them male and female in my image. I created them. We have to base everything that we do as believers on the word of God, known for our love, but living uh, in the tension between truth and grace. And we'll talk about that more a little bit uh, this week. But I did a little bit of a search for the word rooted um, on the internet, and it occurs eight times in scripture. And the Greek word for uh, rooted actually in Colossians 2 that I was just talking about that my daughter used in her graduation announcement, uh, the Greek word is only actually used once in that text. And it's interesting because, well, it's the word um, uh, rizu, which I really like because I think of uh, uh, rizo, but I won't even go into that right now. But rizu means that a believer is established and firm and fixed in Christ. And how do we get that way? We get that way by um, being in the word every day, by the word of God coming into our hearts and reading it and having it actually continuously um, absorbed and then believed and then lived out in the life of a believer. That means that we obey. We don't just read, we obey. So if, if God says that man marriage is between a man and a woman, we live that out. As someone asked me not too long ago, I get asked this question all the time, and I think it's because uh, we're afraid in the culture right now to say anything that we think might uh, offend somebody or or go against somebody else's worldview. It didn't used to be this way, you know, 30 years ago. We could have conversations about what Christians believe and what non-Christians believe, and we would kind of all go on our merry way. Well, we don't get to do that anymore. But the Bible's saying that the person who is rooted uh, – Rizu, if whoever is rooted in Christ obeys the Lord. And so someone asked me, would I celebrate, if a friend of mine was getting married, uh, a gay couple was getting married, would I go to the wedding? Would I celebrate? And I said, no. And it's not that I don't love, that I wouldn't love those people. I would. I have some friends who uh, have gotten married, gay friends who've gotten married. You're not going to find me at a gay wedding. Why? Because I'm not going to celebrate what God says is sin. It doesn't change my love for those people, but I wouldn't celebrate my child saying, hey, I've decided to become a heroin addict. Do you want to come to my celebration party and watch me take my first hit? No, I don't want to do that because I know that eventually if you continue living in that life, in doing what God says is sin, living in something that God says, don't do that, eventually it is going to bring with it sorrow. And I'm, you're never going to find me celebrating something that I know that God says would bring sorrow. I think the same thing is true in our lives as Christians, no matter what it is. I mean, we, t- we can talk about the sin of homosexuality. We could talk about the sin of gluttony we, we, gluttony. we can talk about all the kinds of things that trip us up as believers. Um, and anytime someone says, oh, let's celebrate this thing, alcoholism. Hello. If you're sitting around drinking with people who are getting drunk, that's not cool, right? Because God said, don't be drunk. He didn't say, don't drink. He said, don't be drunk. Why? Because we are allowing something to control us other than the Holy Spirit. We are supposed to be controlled and uh, listening to the Holy Spirit. So it was through the word that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood firm in their time of testing, right? And we can stand firm in our time of testing if we are rooted and built up and established and abounding in the faith, strengthened, as Paul said, 
in our inner man. So we want to be grounded. And I guess I want to just ask you today in the couple of minutes that I have left, are you grounded in the Word of God? Are you strengthening your children in the Word of God? Are you abounding with joy and thanksgiving like the Apostle Paul said we should be? So when we look back on our lives, uh, we can say with confidence, I, I did everything I could to follow God and to obey His Word in a way that would bring glory and honor to Him. And first to my family, because that's our first responsibility, and second to the culture. So I'm going to leave you with two things uh, that I want you to be thinking about this weekend, and maybe a way that you can um, get into the Bible every day. I'll link back to the Olive Tree app. You guys know that's one of my favorites. I read that every day. I'm also in the Word doing the Scripture writing. You can do that with your children. Uh, But the first thing is to grow in your relationship with the Lord. So don't be stagnant, grow in it. And we should be growing, growing, growing. We don't want to, we want our children to be growing. We want to be growing. We grow in every area of our lives, right? We're always learning a new recipe. You know, why are we on Pinterest? Because we want to (laughs) grow, right? Maybe we want to be a better painter or a better decorator, or we want to lose weight, or we want to be better at taking care of our bodies, or whatever it is. Um, we, we're we on Pinterest because we want to grow. Well, why aren't we in the Bible? I think it's because we have bought into this lie that we don't need it. And the devil knows that when Christians are not in the word, they become weak and we become prey. We become the prey of the enemy of our soul. So I want to encourage you to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And second, to commit to becoming a student of the word to commit to becoming a student of the word. That means that if you hear something happening around you, a decision comes down from the government, or you hear something preached at a church that you're just like, man, I just don't know about that. I just want to encourage you, open the word of God for yourself. If you are a Christian and you know the Lord, the Bible says that you have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit and he He brings you understanding. I'm not saying that pastors aren't important. I'm saying Christians need not be lazy because we have access to uh, teachers through churches and through radio. Uh, one of my favorite teachers, I think, ever in the history of the world, and I have a lot of favorites, uh, is uh, Francis Chan. And my son and I were listening to him as we were driving up uh, for Father's Day weekend to see my husband's 93-year-old grandfather, which that was a huge treat. And he was talking about um, being rooted and grounded. And what, you know, I hear Christians all the time, well, what am I going to get? What What do I get? Uh, in exchange for you know following God. Listen, you guys, you get Jesus. If you'll follow Jesus, you'll get Jesus. The peace that passes understanding, wisdom beyond measure, grace and truth, you get Jesus. Oh my goodness, uh, prayer is so much better than preaching. And so I, I want to encourage you, get on your knees, get before the Lord, think of the riches of God's glory and what he is capable of of in your life, and then commit to being rooted. We survive as Christians in this culture because we are rooted in Christ, even if everything goes wrong, even if we lose our job, even if calamity strikes us, we we are not defeated because we are rooted in Christ. We survive because we're rooted in Christ. And to know the love of God that surpasses knowledge, in other words, just you know, knowledge and the knowledge of the world. We don't want just knowledge. We want wisdom. If we want to be wise, we've got to be grounded. We've got to be rooted. And I don't know about you, but I want to be known as a woman of God, someone who uh, went back to the Lord every day and said, Father, here I am again. I need your help again. I need your wisdom again. Um, Show me what it is that you have for me today. Help me walk in this world 
living between the tension of grace and truth. And that is what God has for you today. If you haven't already signed up for my scripture writing challenge, I want to encourage you to do it. You can absolutely still get in on the tail end of the June scripture writing challenge, which is talking about the nature of God and why he's a good, good father. July is going to be focusing on the truth, and we're going to be uh, taking you, I'll be taking you to passages in the word of God that will illuminate for you what God says is true about almost every area of your life. So I hope that you will stick around for that and join me in that. I'd love to hear from you. If you've got questions or podcast ideas, if you'd like to be included, um, have your question answered like the one that was brought up today, please email me at uh, podcast at thebusymom.com. Those emails, by the way, go to a team of women who are helping me uh, sort through my emails and helping me um, answer questions on the podcast. So just so you know, they're going to go to probably about three different um, staffers who I love and trust, and uh, we would love to hear from you. Also want to let you know that I have a podcast sponsor for this particular podcast. It's sponsored by Hilo. This is the Fitbit that I was talking to you guys about. Actually, it's not a Fitbit. It's like a Fitbit on steroids. And I was actually, a couple of days ago, I'm having, I've been under a lot of pressure lately for a variety of reasons, but I got a text message on my phone from my Hilo telling me that my blood pressure uh, was above normal, was in um, sort of a, not dangerous, but an above normal um, range. And so it was a really good wake up call for me to be drinking more water, to rest a little bit more, to exercise. And so I went on, on a walk with my sister on a two and a half mile walk. Uh, this morning, which was really a lot of fun for me. And I was showing her, hey, look at that. We just went on a 2.3 mile walk. And I noticed immediately, I can see my blood pressure is improving. My um, my uh, heart rate was improving. So if you haven't checked out the Hilo, I'm going to link back to it again today. We appreciate uh, the sponsors that we have here at the podcast. It helps keep us on the air. And so if you'll click on that link, not only will it be encouraging to them, it'll be encouraging to me because uh, we want to keep our sponsors here at the podcast. So if you've got any questions, need any encouragement, please please email me podcast at thebusymom.com. I'll see you back here in just a couple days. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.